0: Hello? What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. How's the vibe?
1: What'd you say? I didn't hear that.
0: How's the vibe in Houston?
1: Uh, It's pretty boring, but.
0: (laughs) Have any bars opened up in Houston? Uh, Yes. Really? Yes. Are they, like, starting to kind of phase them in, back in or something?
1: Yeah, I guess because, like, I've been on Snapchat and I've seen some of my friends, like, going to bars that I went to, like, pre-COVID, so, yeah. Yeah,
0: It's for Yeah. There's only, like, one bar in Lubbock right now, and there's no bars – I mean, you have, like – there's no, like, crazy normal bars in Dallas right now, but – um, was it packed? Like the video you saw, or something?
1: Bro, <laughs> they were in, they were in there moving in a groove, and they're like, "Covid ain't thing."
0: Honestly, like I'm over it. I'm officially over it. Um,
1: You're over Covid.
0: Over Covid. Covid's done. I I said Covid's done. <laughs> uh, just because being around, because I've been around so many people the last two weeks. that, you know, it's just I've been around forty thousand people. For like the last two weeks, I'm just like,
1: you got that Kirk Cousins on you. That's like, if I die, I die. I die
0: mean, at this point,
1: um,
0: yeah, it's just, yeah, we're just gonna, it's just gonna keep going. But, um, but what uh, I was gonna say, cause like, it's so weird in classes. Like you have to wear the, wear the mask. I get it. Um, but like everyone's just walking around so weird. It's just kind of weird, bad energy. Ugh. It's just low key sad, but like, that's how it is. Um,
1: you know, TechStick, they were throwing some parties. You, you yeah, been to one?
0: they were here and there, but they're all secretive. Um, and I mean, they're mostly like frats and stuff. Um, the frat that I was kind of involved with last year, they just kind of like paused everything because like not many people were coming back and because um, you know the freshman classes they really like there's like 80 percent of them are just normal um just the normal classes and so um I don't know I just got bad luck and got like most of my classes in person because like the older you are the less classes they have for you in person you know <laughs> but whatever um did you see that uh Hannah Hester got engaged.
1: Man, I was about to bring that up. <laughs> I was um, like, wow. We'll see, how, we'll see how long this lasts.
0: Oh no. <laughs> oh no. No, this one seems good. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh she,
1: she's my, like a business. She's like a business. Every day is different.
0: No, nah, this is this has been consistent. I think she's been with him for like a year and a half. Um. Yeah, I believe in this one, but I've never met the dude. I don't think. Yeah. Um, do
1: you, do you, and Hannah, still like text a little on the side?
0: Not really. I've, seen her, in, in a while. Um. Yeah, just kind of went different directions, but uh. Was it? Um, one second. Hannah Hester. Yeah, I already got like invited and like situations. So like, I don't know, she was like ready, I guess, like for this to happen. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens.
1: Um, I feel, I feel kinda of bad. I never responded to Victoria and <laughs> it's funny. Oh you still haven't? Nah. Uh, she texted me last week and I just kinda of read no reply. To it.
0: I might go. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. If that weekend is like a good weekend to come back to Dallas. I don't know. It's just a lot of questions in the air. Um, as a whole, two weeks away. But you still haven't responded? Nah. Wow. That's mage. Well, let's see. All right. This is sci Podcast, episode 79. I think I always double check. Yeah, so be not. Um, with my co host right now, Josh Barnes. What is it? What's mean? good, man? What's been happening?
1: Um,
0: tell me about your life the last two weeks.
1: The last two weeks of my life, besides me crashing the flatbed truck. Um, okay. That's true. Work has been crazy. Um, yeah. Show that. School and work life is going well right now. It's not too overwhelming. Um, the playoffs are very interesting. Uh, mm. But honestly, like, I've just kind of like moved back to like a a sense of normal life. Like I'll go see like my friends that I normally do. You know, I'll go outside. Like I've just like wear my mask and pray.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. So you said COVID's done too?
1: I didn't. I see, I ain't say all. That. <laughs> not even word of mouth. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, I I sat in the house for 60 days. I didn't really do much all summer. I'm tired. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say I'm tired. I'm not saying COVID's <laughs> over. I'm just saying I'm tired.
0: Yeah. Um. It's so confusing because like part of me is just kind of like think it's summer now. Because I didn't get that summer experience, you know, But, like you know, I'm in school in the fall. It's just, it's a bad combo. Um, deep, deep,
1: deep elements I'm popping right now. Ain't like no green room, no nothing. But what? I said deep elements I'm popping right now. No green room, no candy.
0: candy no. Shop. No. Those are like, temporarily closed. Candy shop is definitely temporarily closed. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's no distancing whatsoever over there. Um, yeah, they close. Hold on a second. They actually close at 10 p.m. now. Yeah. That's, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I need to get back into speaking Links. Um, let's see. It's so the playoffs. You what?
1: Rodge caught on fire.
0: Rodge got on fire. I did not even see that.
1: Um hmm.
0: are, are they okay? I mean I guess yeah, it was like <laughs> a
1: it was like a mini like fire, but they've been they were back in business the next day.
0: Hmm. Gotcha. Um yesterday I was hanging out with an old school friend and last night and you No, know, it's an interesting setting. And then I see I get there and I see one of my friends from church way back in the day. And that – have you ever, like, been in situations where you just accidentally have, like, two worlds collide type mm-hmm. of thing? Those are, like, very interesting. It feels like you're, like, known because, I don't know, it's just, like, just people from different environments hanging out with each other. I don't know. But that was a weird situation. Um, but, I don't know. Uh, might hoop at East Side tonight. We'll see. Um – Let's see uh playoffs
1: the best Super right east side is
0: It's me for sure <laughs> definitely it's me and then like Blake and then it's just kind of goes from there just no. random
1: my money's on Josh Lippert
0: no no no, no don't, don't even say that uh let's see let's see um what do you think of the playoffs?
1: Um, Miami is doing their thing. They are. The Rockets didn't surprise me by taking Game One. Mm. I I need AD to put away his pride and start playing center. Mm. <laughs> He's unhappy about that. Um, OG, Anobi saved Toronto's season. Yep. That shot, no, that pass was crazy from Kyle Lowry.
0: <laughs> it was yeah, um... crazy. Yeah, uh let's see. Yeah, so the heat. We're over the Bucks. We kinda like we're like saying like well I predicted yeah. like the Heat. Yeah. Bucks because I was like I don't know, the Heat defense just seems to like very they're 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 doing what every team should do. When like you have one player on a team that's great. Like just shut him down. Like don't let like Giannis beat you. Um, force Brooke Lopez to beat you. Like, that's like almost happened yesterday. Um, But, man, Giannis isn't looking good, man.
1: Well, Mike Buddenholzen's only playing him between 33 and 36 minutes. I'm like, dude, what are you doing?
0: Yeah. He's definitely getting fired this year.
1: Giannis Uh, Giannis is not staying in Milwaukee. I think he has one year left on his contract. He's done.
0: I'm so glad. This is, like, what I wanted. Giannis chaos. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if he, like, actually leaves and goes somewhere. Um, but, how uh, was it? I don't know. Is this – I've been saying this for years. Chris Middleton is not that good. Thank like, you,
1: yeah. He's not. He's not a. Uh, no
0: one's a Robin. scared of Chris. Like no, no. one.
1: He's not. A, he's not a Robin.
0: Uh, it's so like frustrating. Like, like yes, he can make a shot. Cool threes. He was an all-star. And also, like after Chris Middleton, they just have a bunch of just players, just average random players. Um, like what? Brick Lopez might be the third best player on that team. Mm-hmm. That can't happen. That can't <laughs> be a thing. <laughs> um, man, uh, But, yeah, this is going to look horrible for Giannis. Like, MVP and Defensive Player of the Year and to maybe get swept in the second round? Whew. Um, What happy do you think of it? Happen having
1: the best record in the NBA, coast to coast, basically.
0: This is like a 2007 Dirk vibes going on uh when we lost in the first round to the Warriors um but what do you make of like people saying Giannis should be guarding Jimmy Butler since that's defensive player of the year
1: when I heard Giannis say no why would you ask me that when they asked him why aren't you covering Jimmy Butler it's like, yeah, we're asking you that. <laughs> yeah, we're asking you that question. I, If you're the best player on the team, you're supposed to sacrifice and do whatever it is to help the team win. If that's guarding the other team's best player, you should do it. LeBron did it when that LeBron was guarding Rondo, D. Rose, Westbrook, whatever point guard was on the other team that was elite, he was guarding them in his Miami days. So, like, I don't want to hear Giannis, like, I'm going to do everything for my team. He's like, no, you're not. You're not even taking the toughest defensive assignment.
0: Mm. But, yeah, I remember LeBron kind of going through that stuff. Well, like, LeBron was kind of criticized sometimes when he was, like, not guarding the other team's best player. And he would always say he's saving his energy for offense, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know when or where that was, but I remember, like, LeBron getting criticized for that. Now, of course, like, his Miami days, yeah, he was guarding – the best player. But, like, you know, the Cleveland days, you know, he wasn't – he was, you know, saying to save his energy, you know. What?
1: Are you, talking, are you talking about his first stand in Cleveland or his second stand?
0: Second second stand.
1: Okay, but that's different because LeBron's older.
0: Yeah. Um, maybe Giannis is just getting ahead of the trend. I don't know. But he hasn't proven anything. Um, but – Yeah, because I remember LeBron getting criticized for not not guarding Kevin Durant, you know, the past couple finals Mm
1: -hmm.
0: much. Um, But it's – yeah, I'm I'm, – this Miami Heat team is just kind of cool. I like them. Jimmy Butler (laughs) is looking really good. Um, Tyler Hero. Hero. They just have a bunch of scorers. Like, everyone is an option. Like – on that team,
1: like, Kelly Olynyk's a threat out there.
0: Yeah, um, but he, uh, Giannis. Let's see. I was hearing they were like explaining the contract situations with Giannis, and because you know the money situation, he's going to get more money in Milwaukee. I wonder if he would do a thing where like he wants to sign and get that max money and get traded. No, um. And that could be interesting next year if they, like, do a sign – if they, like, have to trade him,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know? Like the whole Anthony Davis situation all over again.
1: Well, everybody's, like, thinking, like, oh, the Heat are going to get him. The Heat are going to get him.
0: Um, I mean, I think they could with um,
1: – They have the most pieces to offer.
0: Yeah. Um, but I feel like that changes huh. – I mean, he would have to go to, like, the Heat or the Raptors, I feel like.
1: You can um, curse the Raptors. <laughs> but,
0: but what if, like, what if they get beat by the Celtics? Like, I don't know. Um, he goes to the Warriors, you never know. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, I, nope. I am watching another game in the NBA if he goes to the Warriors.
0: He needs to go to the Mavs. That's where – what? That? Tell me why that wouldn't be a great fit.
1: It would be a great fit, but that I just need
0: be amazing. And they haven't proven anything, so yeah, that's gonna that would be very interesting. That would we be y'all
1: like gonna, international. we are going, to trade. Um,
0: <laughs> uh, probably that wouldn't happen. We'd have to sign him. Yeah, he would have to sign yeah. with us.
1: <laughs> and that's exactly what I was about to say. Uh, we are giving up Kleber, and
0: uh, yeah, we're not. Other K-Kid teams are going to offer much more.
1: Cleaver and uh, Kid Gilchrist. That's that's what all y'all got. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Um. Basically, but uh, let's see. What do you make of the Celtics surge? Um, I
1: saw it. I saw it coming. Um. Toronto is just missing one piece, and that piece was Kawhi. Um, but. I think the Celtics will have a problem when they have to deal with teams that have better post presence, such as a Miami or the Lakers or the Clippers, teams that actually have post presence and have a vantage down there, they're going to get out-rebounded. And, like, granted, like, you know, the Rockets have been doing their thing, balling out, and they're playing, like, the small lineup. I don't think it will wait to a championship because eventually they'll run into a juggernaut that can overtake that. But – I do think their center position is a problem. That could cost them a championship from the Celtics.
0: You're not scared of Tice? Tice. <laughs> um, I guess not. Uh, who is their center? Ice and Panther. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to definitely have to reevaluate Jason Tatum in my, like, rankings of, like, best players. Because he's really – I mean, I'm that type of guy Like, to – I judge, like, so much in the playoff situation. So, Jason Tatum's answering. Like, he's scoring, like, what I've wanted him to do. Um, But, yeah, the Raptors really saved their season, their chances with that shot. Um, But do you think Celtics stay or keep winning?
1: Or win that in six or seven? Yeah, I still haven't won the series, but I do think – yeah, they play today. Yeah, yeah. today? No? Yeah, oh, yeah today. Yeah. Uh, I think that game four will be very interesting. So, if, like, Toronto ties up at 2-2, I think we're going to go seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be yeah. What do you make – did you think it was a foul on Giannis at the end of the game?
0: Uh, against the Heat?
1: Mm-hmm. In game two, yeah. yeah.
0: Honestly, not really. I mean, looking at the pictures, he kind of like got right by him. But, but he
1: didn't did, did give him time and space to land.
0: I know. That's such a interesting rule going on. I feel like that's been called so much right now. Um, it just makes me think – of, like, man, what was happening in the 80s, like, 90s? Like, they were all in their space, like, and there were some great shooters still. Um, what was it? I remember Reggie Miller saying last night, I was like, man, if, if this was a thing back when I was playing, I would be averaging 40. Um, maybe so. Uh, but was it a foul? It was a foul that I feel like shouldn't have been called at the end of the game. You know that yeah. little unwritten rule? You know? Yeah. Um, it wasn't like obvious. What'd you make of it?
1: I am a believer in you swallow your whistle <laughs> at the end of the games unless it's blatantly obvious.
0: Mm.
1: Like you don't let a whistle determine a game.
0: Yeah.
1: So I was it was a tic tac foul. Granted. Milwaukee had got a tic-tac foul on the other end when Chris Middleton got fouled on the three-point attempt. So it did offset. But I wasn't fine with either calls because I just believe you shouldn't let a refereeing or officiating decide a game that heavily.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. Game two. Yeah, that that was the only point where I was like, okay, maybe this is like a like, uh, they would like offset the calls, you know. Like, that was the only way I feel like Bucks fans could, like, get it or be okay with it in a way. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. What do you make of the one of the best centers in Rockets history, PJ Tucker, performance last night?
1: Yeah, I saw that he shut down AD and LeBron. counting yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm loving all, all
0: the tweets of like Yao Ming, uh, Hakeem, PJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but
1: yeah. I predicted I predicted the Rockets to win Game One because they're the fresher team, and they had the momentum of coming off a Game Seven victory. Um, the Lakers need to utilize their size advantage. I do not understand. You have three centers in the game: Javel, Dwight, AD. They should be dominating. You should get the ball in the post almost every possession. And if they come to double pass it out to Danny or LeBron or somebody and shoot three, it doesn't make sense to me. It's pretty simple.
0: I mean, you're right. It's like they should. But they're not. So why aren't they doing it? Like, you know?
1: Um. They have a advantage at every single position besides point guard, and they're not utilizing it. And shooting
0: but that's not the style of play right now, you know? It don't look. It doesn't I, don't matter.
1: About, <laughs> I don't care about the style of play right now. What's gonna get you a victory? Forget all that style of play.
0: I was I heard someone say like if the Rockets were to, were to win this series, this would be like a like a legendary like turning point in a way, just because like you know, can small ball actually work? Like just pick, just get five random players and uh, just play them, type of thing. No, right. positions.
1: Also, I got to give credit. Eric Gordon has been balling this postseason. Really? Yes.
0: Um, he's been making shots finally.
1: Yes, so, yeah.
0: finally. <laughs> um, and,
1: and Robert Covington. I got to give credit to Eric Gordon and Robert Covington.
0: Is Russell, like, 100% healthy, or is he just kind of here and
1: there? I think each game he's getting better. I don't know if he's 100% healthy, but he definitely looked great in game seven. He looked good last night. Yeah. The problem Uh, with the Lakers, though, is the Rockets don't have an answer for Anthony Davis, but the Lakers don't have an answer for Russell Westbrook. um, Because he's a bigger point guard, so he can post up your little guys. And then he's quick, and his agility gets around, you know, KCP and everybody else. It's like he's an issue.
0: Yeah, this is where they needed uh, Avery Bradley. Like, yeah. they've been really nice. Um, but let's see, uh, Rockets. Um, let's yeah. So I saw something where like what LeBron is score in the fourth quarter. Did Andy Davis score in the fourth?
1: I don't even – all I know is there were 26 times that P.J. Tucker gar, uh, got on Anthony Davis in game one, and he didn't score a single point.
0: That's crazy.
1: Uh,
0: Yeah, that's this is where Anthony Davis needs to step up, you know, type of thing.
1: Like, And, and then I was reading on Chris Haynes' Twitter. He was like, apparently AD isn't happy about playing. Center in this series, but he said he will to try to give the team. Away. I'm like, nah. nah, if, nah, I'm nah. The, if I'm the coach, I said, bring bring Anthony in the office right now. Anthony, come here. That's
0: that's crazy. Um, who was guarding each other when, like, you know, because like they start JaVel McGee and Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. So PJ was guarding who? Anthony Davis. Yep. At the start, who's guarding Javale McGee? <laughs>
1: Covington. Uh, I think Covington was on Bron. No, no, it was Covington. Yeah, because uh, PJ Tucker was on Braun. That's
0: something
1: they uh, need to like. Uh, I gotta get on LeBron James. Both of them. You got <laughs> yeah. PJ. T- you got PJ Tucker on you. Get your butt in the post every possession. Every possession, get in the post. I mean.
0: It's simple to say, but I don't know. It's simple. It's too simple. I feel like that's saying, like, oh, LeBron should be driving every time.
1: No, no, no. Look, you go on the post, and you keep scoring until they say, you know what, F this. I'm I'm coming for the double team. Then you kick it out, or you can start going behind the arc because then they're going to start playing up close, and you drive right by It is simple mathematics. This is like the accounting equation, and they're not using it. I yeah, get That's true.
0: Hmm. Um, hopefully, after this year, everyone kind of gives up on Kyle Kuzma. Like, <laughs> 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 I don't want to ever hear someone say, oh, is he the X Factor or the third option? No,
1: no, who was on the TNT crew talking about, oh, the big three? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they really have tried to force Kuzma to be like a big time player, but he's just Okay, okay. not I
1: will, it. I will give him credit. Since the restart in the bubble, he has been knocking down a three point shot more consistently. However, he has no Eight control points? he has no control and no feel for the game. He jacks up shots, he doesn't know when to pass, like he still has a lot to learn for his game. Yeah. Another guy whose stock is dropping this postseason is Pascal Siakam.
0: Yeah, has yeah, because like people were starting like, oh, is he a top fifteen player yeah. type of thing?
1: They're they boosting after last year's finals. Yeah.
0: Um. Has Siakam like has he personally been playing bad? Yes. Let's see.
1: He has not been playing to the – No goal
0: percentage the the last three games against Boston. Uh, He has definitely shot like 40% each game. Um, Yeah, 13 points, 17 points, 16 points. I'm going to cut it. Um, But let's see. Um, There's one guy stocked that I think is really jumping – Jamal Murray. Oh, yeah. He's – you know, with the Nuggets, I've been so frustrated with the Nuggets because, you know, they're that great team that doesn't do anything in playoffs much. Because um, I thought they were going to lose against the Jazz, like, especially if they lost against the Jazz in the first round. I was about to be like, can we just cancel them? And But I was like – I don't think Jokic can be the best player on, like, a great championship team. Mm -hmm. This feels so lazy and just very nonchalant. I don't think that can, like, be the best player on a team. But if Jamal Murray can maybe overtake that position, you know, maybe Jamal Murray be the best player and then Jokic be the second best player, that could be very interesting. And Michael Porter Jr.?
1: This is a a – He is a liability out down the floor. Who? Michael Porter Jr. He is a liability defensively. (laughs) uh, Oh, it's awful. Um,
0: I guess, but they're definitely getting swept by the Clippers, though. Yes, they're they can't do anything. That game one performance was really bad. Um, I think. Maybe Luca's shot kind of woke them up a little bit. It did. The Clippers. <laughs> I – because ever since that shot, Clippers have won every – have dominated every game. Um,
1: that Luka shot was crazy. It was. It was. He um, put Reggie Jackson on skates first of all.
0: <laughs> yeah. I thought for a second it was on Paul George again. That would have been funny. <laughs> but – um. But yeah, Clippers, Lakers. You still think it's gonna be Lakers, Clippers, and oh wait, ah Rockets, Clippers, Rockets. I, I was just, I'm just a little worried about Russell's injury here and there. You know, because he's always kind of had history with injuries, and um, yeah, just a little, just a little cautious. Um, so yeah, he, I, yeah, i I'm think I'm totally surprised about the Celtics more than anything. Um, because I thought I was a little disappointed. The Raptors, I'm a little disappointed. Um, I mean, I picked them to go to the finals.
1: Yeah. See, first uh, of all, that's where you went wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna pick the Heat. Like, um, did you? Who you?
1: Who'd you pick? I took them out the East. Dachi. I thought you picked the Raptors too. Did I or did I choose the Celtics? I don't
0: know. Uh, but let's see, Raptors. Okay, anything about the playoffs? Um I was seeing they're explaining Giannis's contract situation and they were um saying how the NBA salary cap will be lower either I think next year or like maybe the year after just because of the whole pandemic situation. And I was like, man, that stinks. (laughs) Like, you know, especially with Giannis trying to get a big payday. Um, And yeah, that was like a, that was one of those like, wow, this is getting real type of situations where it's like affecting the whole, especially like NBA economy. Um, But I thought that was kind of interesting. Anything else in the NBA? Um,
1: what do you put Kemba stock? Is it on the rise?
0: Kemba stock? No. It's, it's the same. Yeah. More about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Um, but I guess it's like a little bit more than normal. Um, yes, yeah, so this Celtics team is what we thought the 2018 Celtics were going to be like. Honestly. Oh right. But Kyrie was all like kind of in his feels. You know,
1: uh, that's that's who stock really went down.
0: Yeah, <laughs> for definitely.
1: <laughs> Kyrie's.
0: Cuz like that was supposed to be Kyrie's team, like man. That was that was a very disappointing situation.
1: But I can yeah, I, just... I can win a championship without LeBron. These guys can't make it that far without me.
0: And they did <laughs> – literally did. Um,
1: they were a quarter away from going to the NBA finals.
0: Yeah. Kyrie, yeah, Kyrie, that 2018 – because, like, the team he left went on, did the same success, and the team he just wasn't on basically did the same thing. Um, but, yeah, Kyrie – but, yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, man, like, that Celtics team was so hyped up. That was like, man, this is what – Everybody thought it was going to be. Just put Kimba instead of Kyrie, um, which I think Kimba instead of Kyrie made Tatum and Brown kind of up their game a little bit, you know. Yeah. I think they really kind of weirdly improved them. Um,
1: yeah, what, so. do you, what do you make of Steve Nash getting hired as the Brooklyn's next head coach?
0: Very random. <laughs> um you know, players – player coaches have not been the greatest lately, you know?
1: Yeah, like Jason Kidd was a failure. Uh, Derek Fisher. I forgot about Derek Fisher.
0: I thought the other day. I was like, who hired Derek Fisher to be a coach? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, especially with Jason Kidd because the Nets, it's the same franchise. And so I was like – I thought they were done with player coaches because that was a failure. Um Earlier this decade. I think that was during the Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett era of the Nets. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's why I was, like, surprised because I was, like, I thought the Nets were kind of looking for a more established name. I heard Greg Popovich um, as a potential candidate for that team, which was could be interesting. But, um, well, let's see. What do you think of it?
1: I think there are other candidates much more deserving yeah, of a job yeah. than Steve Nash. Like, W. Murrock Steve Nash is very respected by his peers, by people in the association. He mentored Steph Curry. He had a great career, blah, 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 blah. But, like, we going with a, a guy that's never coached instead of other guys that are like – like, I'm looking at, like, the Mark Jacksons waiting in line. Like, you know, like, other people who still waiting for – Jobs that I think should be in the league that just like aren't. I'm not like over here trying to be like a Stephen A. I saw his take about you know it's white privilege like blah blah blah. Like I'm not saying I just oh, I saw that. I'm just saying that there are other people I, I thought would make a better head coach than Steve Nash, but I could be wrong because like I said, I've never seen Steve Nash coach, so I can't you know be too hard on. Them. But I can say there are definitely more qualified candidates than Steve Nash.
0: Yeah. Are we sure Mark Jackson wants to coach?
1: I just put it out there.
0: Because I feel like people have been saying that for a decade. Yeah, he hasn't been coaching since, oh, decade, since like 2014. But like he's definitely the top candidate. I mean, has he interviewed? I don't know. Just, it just seems like, yeah, he would be a really good head coach for some of these teams.
1: Yeah. Um, well, like, because, like, I, the reason I say Mark Jackson is, like, he built the Warriors dynasty, and oh, uh, yeah. the KD and Kyrie want to build their own dynasty in Brooklyn, like, that would be the first candidate in line, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder, I wonder if, like, KD had any say – he had to have any say with the situation.
1: They both did. Uh-huh. Kyrie and KD signed off on this.
0: Yeah, they had to. So, I guess they like that type of thing. Um, let's see. Do you know what the craziest statement of the whole Steve Nash situation? Like, what? trivia? Steve Nash is the first African coach in the NBA. <laughs> that is really funny. I don't know. I just...
1: <laughs> is, he, is he from South Africa?
0: Yeah, he's from South Africa. Oh. Uh, I was... Wondering if he was like, because I, I don't know if he's like actually American, because he's from Canada and all like, he's African Canadian. And I wasn't exactly sure he, if he was like an American citizen. I don't know how that goes or whatever. But yeah, I saw that. I was like, wow, that's such a funny, random stat. Um, but uh, yeah, people were bringing that up with, when Stephen A. was like white privilege. And he like, he's like, he's from Africa. Childish, I
1: know. Um, let's see, what else? Steve. Oh, football! Football returns Thursday night, and Deshaun Watson just got paid. Did he?
0: Wow!
1: He just he just got an extension today. Four years, one hundred and seventy-seven million dollars. Wow. Uh, guaranteed, I think.
0: Dang. Um. Yeah, that's gonna be so weird to see football. Um, let's see, football. Yeah, our so Thursday. Like Cowboys play Sunday. Next Sunday. Yeah. Who we playing? The Giants.
1: No, the L.A. Rams and the. Oh yeah. The, the stadium opener.
0: Okay. Okay, that'll be that'd be interesting. Um, let's see. Oh, what's happening in baseball?
1: What do you mean? What's happening in baseball?
0: Just like, like a I, I need a season update. Um, what happened to the Yankees? You know, what do you mean? They were like top of the like top of the AL. Now they're third in the division. Injuries. Really? Okay. I, and
1: and their their pitching is overrated. Yeah. Besides Garrett Cole, I don't trust anybody in the rotation.
0: Yeah, I saw the Rays at the top of the division. I was like, "Who's on the Rays?" Like, um, yeah. This is gonna be a season that the Dodgers win. They're just give them a ring. They deserve it. <laughs>
1: um, give them a hush, a em up ring.
0: Yeah, just give them, just give them a ring. I just love how we're already two thirds done with the season. Um. Oh, my fast. Uh, let's see. Oh, back to the NFL. What do you make of – do, do you have any opinions?
1: Just, it. it ain't going to last long. It
0: not, last.
1: No, going to last. I'm just concerned, number one, it's a much more physical contact sport and they're traveling and you really expect these NFL players to be disciplined. Come on now. This, this same thing with like you know these people that are upset that they let kids go back to like universities like tech and stuff like you set yourself up for failure when you decide to let these kids go back because they're going to party they're going to live their normal life because they've been able to do that all summer yeah in all summer so like what did you expect
0: yeah but baseball seems to work I mean I know it's not like as physical well
1: baseball baseballs, baseball's have their issues of uh you know, they've had to cancel and postpone games and stuff because of positive tests.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like – I think I think the NFL, like, looked at that and they were like, oh, we could get by. I think, you know, I think NFL is just trying to get by at this point.
1: Because um, I think the Cowboys are all, like, posted up at the Omni Hotel.
0: Really?
1: Yeah, I think that's their bubble.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Um. Okay, let's see. Uh, NFL. Man, I'm not even in the mood for it. I was <laughs> just like, I was just thinking, I was like, man, it's weird having the playoffs, NBA playoffs going around during this time in the fall, and then like NFL happening. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, let's see. Uh, you see that John Thompson passed away. RIP. And there was an interesting story I heard about him or, like, that dealt with him. Um, have you heard the whole Patrick Ewing situation with John Thompson? No. Apparently he was committed to North Carolina. And like weeks before, weeks, uh, weeks before, like, the school year started, there were like KKK meetings against Patrick Ewing, and Dean Smith was like, "Yeah, you should go over to Georgetown with John Thompson and all." And Patrick Ewing did. So I was like, "What in the world? This is a true story. This is I like looked it up and everything."
1: There were times. There were KKK meetings that if, John, if Patrick Ewing went to North Carolina, yes, the KKK was going to show me, like, get this black person off the team.
0: Yes. I uh, I was like, wow, that's a crazy situation. Um, yeah, just showing how, like, Patrick Ewing was just so close to playing with North Carolina.
1: Um, so yeah. He would have been, been playing alongside Michael Jordan, basically.
0: Looks like it. I Guess in that era. Yeah, I was like, man, what what what's are doing with Patrick Ewing? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> they would have never lost.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Michael and Patrick.
0: I mean, were they at the same time though? I don't
1: know. I uh, I uh, yeah, well.
0: Maybe a cross pass or something.
1: Yeah. Um Well even but, then like Michael Jordan won the title in eighty two. Georgetown won their title. In the, in the mid 80s too so like he would have been like the transition would have been like oh Michael's gone but here we got Patrick Ewing yeah like that would have been crazy hmm. like the,
0: uh, KKK,
1: the KKK said nah we'll deal with Michael
0: <laughs> yeah well we like Michael yeah I don't know that was a weird story I heard um let's see uh you got the on your mind
1: working. Um, working wild in this week, dog. What are they do? We got we we just need there needs to be more accountability at work, man.
0: Like huh. Uh, I feel like there's just a lot of chaos every day. Your place.
1: <laughs> every day.
0: And I feel like You can tolerate it because you don't take it personal.
1: Yeah, I'll take it with a grain of salt.
0: Yeah, I feel like if someone was like, I feel like maybe if people took things personal at that situation, they'd just be a mess. Um, Like,
1: no no offense. Like, I'm going to use a prime example. Like, John's personality would not be able to fit.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Um, What was like the worst thing?
1: Well, like,. 10 days. Uh, So, like, right now our biggest issue is getting rental units washed and washed on time. So, like, there's a process. Like, when somebody returns a unit, they park it at the fuel island. It gets fueled if it wasn't full, and then it gets brought around to the wash bay and the wash line, put in the wash bay. It's supposed to go back on the ready line. Mm. Sometimes when I leave work, there will be six units that need to be washed, fueled and washed. When I get there the next morning, the same six units are sitting there, dirty, haven't been fueled or washed. And so now they want us to go back there and start washing the trucks and be up there in front of the counter, taking care of the customer, answering phone calls and like, stuff like that. And it's just like, like yesterday, we had to go wash trucks and it was only, there's only two of us up there. Yeah. And, the, and so it's like, you want us to take care of the customer, sprint to the back, wash these units and like give it to them. It's like, what do you hire these people for? Granted, some of these people have been there for a while, and they've gotten raised. They make $24 an hour to to do a car wash. That's the way I do it.
0: <laughs> That's nice.
1: Yeah. Okay. Fuel, all you got to do is put gas in the unit and wash it and put it back in the rain. You get paid $24 an hour to work at a car wash. Right. You can't do that.
0: You can't do that?
1: They can't do it. They can't do their job.
0: Wait, they're getting. Pay- they can't do. They can't wash the car, but they're getting paid twenty four an hour. Yes, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> they're like, well, "No, we need more." Dang.
1: 20 We're gonna pay twenty four hours. Some of them are getting paid.
0: Hmm. Okay. I mean, they're not getting fired.
1: They need to start getting fired. That's the problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's. I guess that's the problem. Um, interesting. Okay. But what happens if you get a dirty truck? Like, what's how what does so, that relate to you?
1: Because, so when I'm doing the checkout, at the top it says who checked them out. If they call and say the unit's dirty, they're going to be like, oh, who gave this unit to this customer? It's going to say, completed by Josh Barnes. And then that comes back on me. Why did you give them a dirty truck? Mm. So, so indirectly affects me. Because a lot of these customers are waiting longer and longer for units to be washed. They're already supposed to be washed, and you know the customer doesn't know that the CSR is supposed to wash it. They're gonna come yell at me. Hmm. To my where's my unit What's taking so long. Okay.
0: Okay. Throw that. Yeah, I guess a lot of disorganization situation, right?
1: Yes, it's um, it's pretty bad. Throw <laughs> that because like we don't. I don't deal with like a lot of household customers. I deal with commercial businesses. So like it's even worse when customer service is bad for a big time business.
0: Yeah. Okay. For that. Um, let's see. All right. What else? Um, let's see. Um, I have a random just, I don't know, just podcast personal question. Is that cool? Sure. What's, what's one thing that, People have not, like, when I say criticize, it's like just a joke around. Like, what's one thing that people have, like, kind of joked about you or criticized about you um, that you can see? That like you're like, okay, you're right. I am that way. You know, like a criticism.
1: Okay, I get, I get your ask. What's one thing, basically, that people will give me constructive criticism about? That they're actually right about.
0: Yes. Now you can see where they're like getting that.
1: <laughs> um, either my stubbornness or the fact that I think too logically, that like I don't like put emotions into certain aspects. So I can't like see people's point of view because they're thinking more with their emotions as mm-hmm. well. I'm thinking more logistically because that's how my brain functions uh we'll so like one thing like i've had to like work on is like you know our society has a lot of anxiety and depression and mental health issues and like so sometimes i'm just like you know this looks like a, like an easy fix but when i listen to this person i'm like all right like they feel that way because they are emotional and like they sense things with, like they're emotional so like let me try to like tap into that and, like, listen and try to understand their point of view instead of being, like, oh, this is dumb. This is the easy fix. Like, why are you venting about this? You know, because, like, then I come off as not sympathetic, not empathetic, and I come off as, like, arrogant butthole.
0: Hmm. Yes, that's good. I I feel like I've had – I kind of relate to that situation. And in those situations now, I just, like – Make it an emphasis to just shut up, just to like, just listen. And if I say words, it's like more meaningful. So, like, less words, more just being there.
1: Yeah. You, you know, you, you yeah. pick and choose what you say because the less that you say, like, when you actually speak up, it means more because the person can tell that you're actually listening. You're alert and attentive and like you pay attention to the detail.
0: Yeah. I like to solve situations.
1: Yeah.
0: But some people just don't want
1: help to be solved. They want, they want to. It sounds bad, but like, you, you what? Like, for me, like, I have like a saying, like, often, like, you listen to understand, you don't listen to reply. Yeah. And so, like, some people, they don't want you to give them advice or feedback. They just want to be able to vent and get stuff off of their chest that they feel like they can't. Get off the chest.
0: Throw that. Interesting. Uh, Let's see. I would say, I guess for me, I guess it was like two – I guess like the cheap side of me. I get that. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I get it. It's more uh, funny to me. (laughs) It's
1: it's the biggest – I remember whenever we first started rooming together sophomore year. The reason why I'll tell you this now. The reason why I bought like a whole semester's <laughs> worth of toilet paper is because one time I came back and you had like the little soft, soft, soft toilet paper that I was like, man, this is gonna break whenever I go wipe my butt. To you guys like, nah, I got, I got, I gotta get more here. layers. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, that that wasn't oh. cut, that wasn't cutting. That
0: does not explain anything. I thought you were about to say there wasn't any toilet paper.
1: No, no, it wasn't cut. You was buying the. You was buying. The- it just wasn't
0: your toilet paper. Oh, that's picky. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's picky. No, um, yeah. nah, Shiloh.
1: it's okay, dog. Yeah.
0: I got toilet paper. I got the bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> I got the bare necessity. Um, but and there's there's one I've been kind of working on a little bit. Not working on whatever. Realizing of my, like, because I'm, like, I take things to extremes. And so, like, either I'm, like, super, super, super serious or, like, super goofy. Like, just, you know, joking around and stuff. And I don't know. I just need to do, like, a balance of that. But I don't know. I don't think... Because, like, I'm serious when it comes to, like, academics and stuff. So, like, when I'm around people, I don't want to be serious, you know? I want to be, like, the complete opposite. Oh, right. So, I
1: don't know. I think for, like, me, like, when I noticed, like, when we were in school together, it's, like, you, when you put on your, like, academic hat, like, you go deep in your bag. Yeah. Yeah. You go, like, deep, deep. So, like. I'm like, okay, like, he's doing this thing. Like, I respect that. So, like, yeah, I can see, like, where it would maybe be hard for you because, like, you have been focusing all day, like, on school, and now you're around people, and like, we're at Rio's or something. So, like, you kind of, like, have to, like, force yourself to let go to get out of that, like, school bag.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was doing strings. Because I can't be, like, half doing, like, oh, school and, then like, half. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. But I'm trying to chill. But
1: what is what is one thing that you have discovered about yourself during this whole COVID pandemic process that you may not have realized before? Um let's you've had a lot of time to be at home by yourself just chilling like self-reflection.
0: Yeah, I feel that. Um let's see. I I remember making fun of these people and now I'm like I can see where they were going. Like you know the whole energy people like oh like I'm not going to hang around you know what is it energy people as in like uh, oh he's got bad vibes or like his energy's bad. And I was like stop saying that word. <laughs> but um but I um but it's kind of true. Because sometimes we give a lot of, like, communication and energy and attention to people, and we don't, like, receive it back. And we get mad at that when we should get mad at us giving too much. Right. If that yeah. makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like, I, I can relate to that because, like, you know, you can give so much effort and energy to somebody – but if they aren't reciprocating it, then, like, they truly don't have the same intentions in that friendship or in that relationship as you thought.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's like when someone asks you, like, Do you want to take a shot? And I'm like, I'll take a shot if you take a shot. You know, then it's like, okay, yeah. all right, I see where we're going, you know. Right.
1: Um, uh, you always got that one person that's just got the bottle in the hand and point up trust <laughs> every, everybody but not themselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, let's see. Um, Yeah, just, I mean, there's so much things that go with energy, like, emotions and attention. So, yeah, just really, like, kind of guarding that a little bit.
1: I'll, like, like expand on that because, like, now that I've, like, I'm 23 and, like, I'm focused on, like, you know, getting my stuff together so I can enjoy the things in life that I want to enjoy, like. I don't want to be around these people that like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, like la-di-da-di-da, like, you know, like I want you to have, like some sense of urgency and like planning, like you want to be something instead of just, you know, like, we'll see where life goes, like, I don't really know, like you know, like, I don't want to be around that person, like that's killing my vibe That's
0: true Um And yeah, I would say, like, with those people, I've kind of, like, just stopped. You know, I, I like, try to help people. or I mean, not, not help, like, tell them what. Guidance. Guidance, but I'm not trying to, like, be a mentor or anything. Just random, just guidance. But I used to be like, oh, you should do this, you should do that. Now I'm just kind of like, okay, you should do that, and then I'm going to just leave. You know, like, I can't, like, walk, like, hold your hand, like, um
1: you can only give them a certain blueprint and it's up to them to actually, you know, utilize the the plan.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, just more socially, just the people I'm with, um, because, you know, there's times where you hang out with people and you're like, Oh, wow. I have a lot of energy. And then there's some people that you hang out with and you're just like, Oh, I don't want to be there. Um, like in 2019 last year, I made it like a purpose to like hang out a lot with people and stuff. Even, and I was even challenging myself doing like hanging out with people I don't really like much, you know, mm-hmm. like it's okay. Now i just cut that off. <laughs> so now I'm like, if I hang out with someone, I'm like, yo, I like trying to hang out with you.
1: Yeah.
0: I guess yeah, like so let's notice
1: the blessing in disguise for me, like this pandemic is you know, like me, like during college, like if there was something going on, if there was a scene, I was going to be a part of it. No matter what the person was like, who it was, like I was a yes, man. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be there, 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 there. And like now, like with this pandemic, I'm like, you know, I really only talk to like 10 people anyways, because these are the same like 10 people that check in on me. Like the people I actually like want to be around. So like when I like go out of my way and I make plans, like I intentionally want to see you and I want to make time to like be with you, but like, it's not just me wanting to like do whatever and like just see whatever because like I got oh, I don't know what just happened I got like tired of just giving all my like Oscar I'll put it in like you know, <laughs> Oscar, yeah. use Oscar like you know like anytime Oscar wanted to do something I was like yeah but then I was like you know like why am I like hanging around this guy like he's not like the greatest to be around yeah so like, and, like, it's just, like, like I was telling you, like, a, a few weeks ago, I was like, you really get to see who your real friends are during this whole COVID-19.
0: Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, I, I've just stopped taking things personal from people.
1: Yeah, that's one thing I had to learn, like, not everybody's going to think the way I think Not everybody's going to, you know, see things okay. the way. That's okay. Yeah. You know? and that's all right.
0: That's perfectly fine. Yeah. Um. I've been sleeping more. Sleeping is a lot. You I thought I slept sleep. a lot back. No, I sleep way more now. Oh, um, okay. I'm glad. I'm not there. Like, once every two weeks, a good, like, 10-hour sleep, Whew. No, life changes when you wake up after a 10-hour sleep. No. You're, uh, your whole <laughs> – yeah, it's just kind of life-changing. But um, it's, like, kind of psychedelic without taking anything. I feel that. That's true. Um, but let's see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's more on the social side. That have been kind of just doing things. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, uh, let's see. How How's your online school thing going?
1: It's good. So, like, well, like – I think I told you that I'm taking two classes a semester, and they're in eight-week intervals. So, yeah. like, one, one class will end on October 17th, and the next one will start on, like, October the 19th or 20th, and go until December 12th. But, like, the one class I'm in right now, like, it's super, like, relaxed. Like, it's just, like, read the chapter, do a discussion board, just do every Sunday night, LM59, have to write two papers, which are, like, two to three pages double-spaced and take an exam. And he's like, we have a Zoom meeting every Thursday at 7.30, but it's optional because it's just a and a But it's nice. fully on. Man,
0: that's cool. Uh, do you actually do any in-person things?
1: No, I haven't been, like, to campus or anything. Like, mine is strictly that's- fully online.
0: Ah, uh, I'm jealous.
1: <laughs>
0: My goodness. This is uh- – School needs is so behind, um, but that's nice. Um, wait, seven thirty at night? Mm. Dang. Um,
1: okay. And he, I haven't. I had one on Thursday. I did not tune in. It's just a few minutes. <laughs>
0: is it recorded?
1: Yeah, he he sends it out like he records oh, okay. it. So Um. Let's see.
0: How About. Your other class
1: i don't know until i it actually start so like but i think it's also going to be fully online but i don't i don't get that syllabus until my first class ends
0: until your first class
1: ends is. like october 17th like then i will the next class will show up in my blackboard
0: i thought you had two classes this
1: i do so the first class is from august 24th to october 17th and that's done eight weeks the second class is October 17th to December 12th, and that's done. Those are my two classes. Oh. So I don't have to worry about, like, focusing on two classes and, like, two assignments because, like
0: – You have one
1: class? Yep. Right right.
0: Oh, okay.
1: But I have, this semester I'm taking two classes.
0: Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're fine. Wow. That's cool. I'm super laid back. Um, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, there's – My I have four classes, three of them are in person, but, like, really, I could get by with one being in person. Like, there's only one of those classes I have to be at every day, Um, and I hate it because it's, like, participation and, like, presenting and, like, discussing. I'm, like, I don't want to discuss about accounting. Let's just get the lecture on and let me go Um, because it's all fake like no one's that interested in accounting. Like no one is that interested. I have to do like mean, two fifteen-minute presentations. I was like, <laughs> but what?
1: Do you remember um, our strategies, professor? He'd be like, "So Shiloh, so Joshua, <laughs> what, what do you think?" I'd be like, "Man, I've been tuned up this whole class."
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, it's so stupid.
1: <laughs> strategies.
0: It's just so fake. Ugh. I have to fake it though which is sad. Everyone does. It's, it's a sad thing, but, oh, well, kind of get past it. Good.
1: Um, how many classes do you have left until you graduate?
0: So I take these four classes and then next spring, it's supposed to be like a really chill semester from what I can tell. It's one class, and it's like a, like a, you know, we take our CPA exams. So it's like, it's like a CPA review course in a way. And that's it. Like.
1: Are you going to pay for the CPA yourself or is Tech going to like aid in that, I guess?
0: I'm not really sure. I'm like, I know I'm like a, I'm applying for it already. Um,
1: Cause it's like four parts, right? Or three or yeah, four parts? four parts and you have to Thanks. pass it on within like a year span Eight,
0: 18 months okay um but yeah so it's like really like this is like the semester like for me academically i'm like this is it after december um, yeah so and i mean That's if cool. i don't get like a great grade this semester i feel like i could take one extra class next spring yeah. See what happens um,
1: I'm, I'm assuming that you're going to start prepping For the CPA in December November
0: Yeah I mean like spring They encourage us to like just take it anyway Just to Because like some people just take it Just to fail but like just to see like How it is type of thing um, Yeah so It'll be interesting It'll be uh, It's weird to see I'm like wow! I'm actually like doing what I like. The ending of it, um, right? So we'll see. Um, but I was gonna say, uh, one of my classes. One I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, she's from like Chicago, and she asked us to. Say our pronouns, and I've never I've answered that question before.
1: (laughs) Like, 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 Mister Bellinghausen, like,
0: like he, him, uh, was, yeah, he, him, something else. I know, yeah, it was like, wow, I've never done this before. Um, but we had to answer that question on our like one-on-ones with the professor. We had to like do it in the first week. Um. I was like, okay, Um, I feel like I did make a mistake by saying, oh, like she asked me saying, what are your pronouns? And I was like, I mean, the normal he, him, I was like, wait, I shouldn't have said normal. You know, like, that's the whole point of this situation. Um, But yeah, that was a a cool thing to do. Um, She always stops herself when she says like, you know, you guys, because that's not cool anymore, you know, to say. You know, because, you know, some people in the north say you guys instead of y'all. Because, you know, you guys can refer to guys and girls, but, like, that's not cool. Oh, yeah. So I was like, man, uh, this is a Twitter professor. Like, (laughs) I like it. It's kind of interesting. She's Um, Yeah, for sure. I mean, she's the youngest professor um, out of this group. But,
1: uh, yeah. um, So just to clarify, once you graduate and walk the stage in tech, no more school for you. You ain't going to get a PhD.
0: No, no more. No, I'm done. I have so bad senioritis right now. I don't even know what it's called, grad- graduate-itis. Um
1: That sounds like a disease.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I'm actually feeling it. I'm like, I am just done. It's, um, some of my uh, last fall, like, I had some friends that were, like, a year ahead of me. So they're like in my situation and they're like, you're going to like not really like your second year just because, you know, you had that internship experience. You had that like real life thing. And then you go back to school. It feels like it was such a tease, you know? Um, And what is it? They, I mean, honestly the most underrated thing about having like employment and stuff like that is like, when you're done, you're done for the day. Like you don't have to worry about it. Like, when you clock out, you're done. You can, like, live life. But, like, in college, you're just constantly, like, assignments, homework, readings, Saturdays. You know, just, it's just constant. So, yeah, that's underrated. Um, but, yeah, just probably looking for a full time after, like, during – for summer or fall next year. i
1: going uh, to I'm be looking to work in Lubbock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Dallas has plenty of that. Business or Houston situations, um, but yeah. Um, what else you got? Any life-altering questions?
1: Life-altering deep,
0: a lot. deep situations. Um, I'm an open. I'm an open book. Um, hmm. I, you definitely had a thought at like 11 p.m. I'm like, oh. I Ain't asking.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, I always have thoughts. I always have thoughts. Um, um, I
0: mean, whatever. You asked me about the death penalty when I was like washing the dishes one time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, okay, <laughs> let, me, let me clean my plate real quick. But uh, yeah, but if you don't have one, it's cool. Uh, let's see. Um, I think that's about it. Ooh, ooh, what?
1: In Portland, they're on their hundredth day. Of protesting.
0: That's still going
1: on. Yes. Is protesting contradicting when you want the police to stop being violent, but your answer is being violent every Uh. single day? Does your message lose value when you're doing exactly what you want other people not to do?
0: Um... I think there's definitely a balance of it. Has there been a like every night has there been like
1: A 100 straight days
0: of straight up like rioting.
1: 100 straight days. Really?
0: You know, by now it's like okay, we get it. Like I think yeah, 100 days is too much. I don't even know if they were still doing that. Um but It's getting
1: worse. It's getting worse in Portland.
0: Getting worse? Yes. Isn't this like the same area with like they try to like have a territory of like Antifa? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, at that point, yes, I think. I think for like a night or two, sure. Burn target. Like I don't know. I feel like the Minneapolis one was kind of interesting. Of like. Two days, sure. Like if you're gonna do it, do it big. I feel like to get a message across. I haven't okay. heard anything. Like there hasn't okay. been any big buildings burnt, you know.
1: Okay, uh, so basically, like burn a big corporation. That's how you get
0: it. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, someone was like compared it to uh, the Minneapolis riots to uh, mm-hmm. the Boston Tea Party situation. Mm-hmm. And I was like. I, I could see it. <laughs> like, I was like, I was, I was, I could see it. Cause they were while back then in the 1700s. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was like, okay, I get it. But like, after like a week, it's just kind of like, now you're just destroying, you know, especially like the one, the mom and pop stores, the small, like those are just kind of like, come on, man. Like, yeah. um, but Yeah. The target one was a perfect riot <laughs> for like one night whatever man just what do you think about it
1: i had a i'll answer the question just a, I had an interesting um encounter at work last week yeah. because a lot of customers have been coming in with like political intentions so like you know i've had customers wear like you know trump 2020 mass i've had like black lives matter mass like all those stuff so, like i was doing my yard check which is basically i go out and i like identify everything on the yard just so like I know what's on my yard and there was a customer that walked up to me during my yard check and he needed assistance so like I had to go get like the service department because he needed something help uh, fixed on his uh, vehicle so I was like okay cool I'll take care of it and as like I'm talking there and I hadn't like I hadn't noticed what the gentleman was wearing it was an older white guy he had on you know Trump's new slogan for 2020s keep America great. Instead of make America great in 2016, keep America great. He had like the whole like Trump decor and everything. He's like, does my hat offend or bother you? And I had never like looked at his hat. So like he went out of his way to ask me if I was offended before I even acknowledged or said anything. So like uh. he was trying to like provoke something. I was like, no, sir, it doesn't offend me. You have your right to, you know, believe what you want to believe, like, that's the beautiful thing about our country, blah, blah, blah. He's like, are you sure my hat doesn't offend you? And I was like, I've made my statement. I made it, like, clear. Like, now you're just doing it to, like, agitate me, and I'm not going to give you that.
0: Wow. That's like, crazy.
1: The fact, like, he did that, like, at my job.
0: Yeah. That's cringy.
1: Ugh.
0: Did you say the same thing again?
1: Yeah, but, I mean, like, <laughs> What else can I say?
0: Yeah, that's oh, like no, take that hat off right now, or I'm not going to give you the system. Like what? And then he would yell, and then it had been on ABC. Uh, and then,
1: yeah. then he changed his he changed his tone because I was like, yeah, like uh, I'm a recent like college graduate about a year ago. Um, I went to Dallas Baptist, and that <laughs> changed the switch.
0: Baptist,
1: yeah, that's funny. Baptist. And then so I changed. He changed the switch. He was like, "Oh, so you're one of us? You're you're, oh you're God, my brother. Gosh. You're, you're my brother in Christ." No, I was like, uh, "It's time to exit." <laughs> uh,
0: you're one of us. Ugh. Um, that's trash. no um. Hmm. Yeah, it's like when. Yeah, when you're trying to like. Of asked if that offends someone, then that's like saying like that's kind of more on your side. Like you're trying to like no one had a problem with it,
1: and I'm so like you trying. brought it up. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, I was like, I'm just trying to help you get back on the road.
0: Uh, wait, sidebar. Did you see that? Uh, what that outfit that LeBron had, where he had like arrested cops a brown tailor on a red it. hat
1: yeah. and yeah. he kind
0: of got a little flack for it because it was just like we need to stop with the red hat situation <laughs> I was like who cares but okay whatever um did did you think of anything of that outfit like I feel like it's just problematic at this point when you yeah. wear, wear a red hat it's just like at this point you're just trying to start be, something Trying to like do something, like some people support people just, um, just to get attention type of thing.
1: I um, did see Jason Whitlock called LeBron James a bigot. I saw that.
0: <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, this this world this the world would be better if people didn't say their thoughts right away. You know. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, and like, what was the, your answer? Like, the protest, like, okay, that's full. I feel like protest is a very American thing, like, for a day or two.
1: Yes, when you have something you're passionate about and you want to protest, prime example, today on my way home From my haircut. There was a lady in Kingwood, was several of them. They were standing on the side of the road and they had a sign that said stricter laws for pedophiles. Uh, it's just,
0: I'm, no the, their message is great, but like just on the side of the road, like I don't
1: know. Like they were holding out signs, says, great, message,
0: great message. Yeah.
1: Stricter laws for pedophiles. Okay. Cool. They weren't violent. They were just sitting there getting their point across cars were honking they were interacting with people like whatever now if their message was still true it's a stricter loss for pedophiles but they were out there like hanging a pedophile from a tree yeah or like something like that i'd be like all right hold up yeah wait a minute yeah (laughs) your message is getting a little skewed now you want these strict laws but you took them into your own hands and it's like i compare it to like a bully situation like you know there comes a certain point where you do have to take matters into your own hand however these people have gone overboard and they're not only taking matters into their own hands they're affecting other people's way of life so these people like you said that have worked all their life the mom and pop shops They're destroying their businesses and they don't know the background. They're destroying some of the Black-owned businesses. Like, they're just tearing up whatever they can get their hands on. And, like, that is an issue with me. Yeah. Because your peaceful protest goes from a peaceful protest to now is a, call it like it is, it's a domestic terrorist act. Yeah. When you're running over people in crowds on both sides, you're using your personal vehicle to run over people. When you have a 17-year-old grabbing a gun and going to shoot people in Kenosha, Wisconsin, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: they think they're changing something, but they're making matters worse, because no matter what there's somebody that's going to disagree and not like what you're doing
0: yeah, oh yeah definitely um, I mean I don't know, and I'm also this is where my too logical side comes in, and I just have to shut up just
1: 'Cause you're you're kinda like you're not anti protesting, but you're like kinda like the petition stance. Like what is it gonna do? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just like no one's gonna be like, oh wow, that person is right. It's more of like something against corporate. Yes.
1: Yeah, like,
0: so
1: yeah. I I agree with you, like I have to like shut up sometimes. Like I just like let people tweet, like do whatever. But, like I switch... I flip the switch and I go like the other side. I'm like, okay, if I don't like these certain things, let's start getting these people out of here. Let's start taking their jobs. Let's start, you know, know, voting more in local elections, like, you know, instead of just, you know, voting for the president, like there are other ways they can get in. I'm like, the quickest way we can like fix this is like, you start taking the power back from corporate and you start taking their roles and then you can implement these things. That's just the way I view it.
0: Yeah. Get in the back door.
1: Like so like, I don't like necessarily like like everything going on at like Penske and all that stuff. Like I like my job, but like I think like some management needs to be like changed and all that stuff. But I'm like the quickest way I can fix is like showing up to work every day, doing my job and moving up to whenever I become a branch rental manager or whatever, Penske, whatever. I can implement the things that I wanna see changed. Yeah. So I can bring upon that change. Like that's just how I view things. Like and that's like the logical part of me. Like not a lot of people see that way.
0: Yeah. And I guess protests are just, like, an emotional outlet, I think, for some people. Um, like, my, my, someone was showing me, like, all the protests that were happening in Dallas. <laughs> They're still happening. Um, there was some protests happening in Dallas this weekend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was just like, what? Like, it was just kind of, we're still doing this? Like, what? Uh, you know, I was just kind of like, what's the point? In a way, right now, but it was like a whole list of like seven to eight protests, like throughout the whole metroplex that, I mean, I was just kind of like, man, a lot of energy. Um, but yeah, it's kind of yeah. I think there's definitely a balance with protests, um, but yeah, be interesting to see. I think it rides protest out. After this year,
1: um, but we'll see. Um, yeah, man, it's only going to get worse because, like, we're within like sixty days of the election, so something. Like, it's just going to get hy- hyped. Oh yeah. Um,
0: I've heard all the theories of have you, you know, all the conspiracy theories of like, oh, they're going to have a vaccine, like before or after the election or something. You know, have you heard all that kind of?
1: Mm-hmm
0: drama, I wouldn't be surprised, I mean, it's not, that's a very American thing to happen, um, let's see, uh, I think that's about it, oh, I I saw something where, like, people think when 2020 ends, the virus is gonna end, like, so, I was like, no, no, that's true, um, Alright, I think that's about it. You got anything else? No. Um Song of the Week shout Yeah, song of the week.
1: Mood Swings. Pop?
0: Pop. Oh. Interesting for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um it's a funny song. Mood Swings by Pop Smoke and Lil' TJ. I'll say Big Sean, Z-T-F-O, Zen, Um Yeah, Big Sean, Big Sean's album is actually kind of good. I actually kind of like it. Um, he's, he's also, like, one of those, like, energy guys, too, so it's kind of a good parallel, good uh, meeting point. Um, any shout-outs? Shout out to shout out to the Mavs for a good season. I'm, I'm happy.
1: Uh, I'm a, I'm gonna do shout out to the NBA bubble. The only mm. sport that seems like they can do things right.
0: That's
1: true. <laughs> uh, oh. what don't don't the stars play in game seven today? The stars? Yeah.
0: Well that was yesterday. We won. Yeah,
1: hey, okay, you're in the conference finals? Yeah, I don't know who we're playing. But it's time, to, it's time for you to be, uh, get your uh, your fake uh, fandom on. It's Time,
0: no, it's time. You're exactly right. Yeah, we play the Golden Knights tomorrow. You gonna watch? Tune in. Uh, that's a little too much. The Stanley Cup. <laughs> the Stanley Cup. I'll tune in, but I'll keep up with it now.
1: I'll Stanley definitely Cup. keep
0: up. Yeah, tune in is only for like the Stanley Cup, um, or like Game Six third period or something let's see yeah all right yeah go stars we'll see what happens um all right well have a great weekend
1: you too man